Previously on the Jay and Dan podcast. We need to get into the Ferris wheel racket. Ferris wheel racket? Ferris wheel, you don't smell like the Ferris wheel unless someone pukes on you. Uh, and erotic. Our ratings would be better if we could cuss and say everything that we said during the production meeting. It needs to be more like the podcast. Like we can say, you know, sh- Oh, you can say that? Oh, yeah. Just oh. Uh, go balls. <laughs> yes. But we're natural athletes, so you can see you that. You guys look us. like it. You yeah. Know, if I had to nominate anybody on our show who might be doing some performance-enhancing drugs, <laughs> I think you guys might be. So should I should I do hashtag the taint? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hashtag the taint. There it is. Let's get hashtag the taint trending. Why not, eh? You're listening to the Jay and Dan podcast. Hey, podcast! Welcome to the Jan Dan podcast, brought to you by Poo Pori. If you want to take a dump and have no one smell it, use Poo Pori. Is that a real product? It uh, actually. Hello, is, sir. It is a real product. Oh, no, what? What is? Who is that man? Who are you? <laughs> it's Russ. Hi, Russ. Hey, hey Russ. Russ. Nice How's to see you. Nice to see you, Russ. Nice to meet you. Yeah. Can What's I help? What's going you? on? L.A. Edits. Sounds like a good band. Yeah. The L.A. Edits. <laughs> not, not or, or an arena football league team. Yeah. Um, Russ, uh, we're just doing a program now. Like... <laughs> I got the tip from okay. Okay. Oh, All right, nice. Russ. See you, Russ. Russ. It's been fun. Uh, Russ, a reoccurring character on the <laughs> <Jay and Dan laughs> podcast. He'll just pop his head in every once Russ in a while. Russ is the nosy neighbor. <laughs> Looking for edits. He looks a little bit like the Dana Carvey turtle character from that movie he did. Turtle, turtle. Uh, Poopery is, in fact, a um, a real product, and we have the commercial. Yeah, we do, and we will. And Hold on. Okay, I give you lots of heads up, Patrick, on this one. Yeah, but, that was uh, the wow. one thing. Wow. Can I just say, Patrick, while you're loading that up, that the uh, the Fox Sports Studios here in Los Angeles could use a little poopery oh, because yeah. someone uh, steamed up some broccoli on the third floor. Oh, that what that's what it is. It's everywhere. It's permeated the walls oh, of every single room in this there. entire place. It's disgusting. And listening to that uh, that uh, preamble before, cuss is a very American word. No one cuss. in Canada says, "Oh, you can't cuss." Cuss. You say you swear. You can't swear. Yeah, that's true. It is an American word. And well, it, we're becoming assimilated, I was at just the, as the government is shutting down. I was at the grocery store today wearing uh, the hat Andy Roddick gave me, and, and the gentleman working in the store goes, ah, I like your hat. Where'd you get it? I'm like, ah, it's Andy Roddick. Yeah, my buddy Andy Roddick. No, I said Andy me. Roddick has a, has a clothing brand. He's like, oh, the tennis player. I'm like, yeah. He goes, he doesn't play anymore. I'm like, no. He goes, eh, couldn't win the big one, could he? <laughs> so I'm like defending Andy. He won the U.S. Open. <laughs> He, he's good. The other guy was like, no, he didn't. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, oh, Patrick's got it. Poo Puri. You would not believe the mother load I just dropped. And that's how I like to keep it. Leaving not a trace that I was ever here, let alone that I just birthed a creamy behemoth from my cavernous bowels. This is <laughs> Nothing real. is worse than stinking up the shared toilet at work. Or the toilet at a party. Or your lover's apartment. Of course, flushing removes the graphic evidence. Maybe two or three flushes if your skid marks are as tenacious as mine. But what can be done of that subtle scent of a... 300-cow dairy farm? Aerosol air fresheners aren't the most effective option. 
or the healthiest, trying to mask the stench, giving you a nice blend of chem lab carnations with just a touch of feces. How long so, is this? How do you make the world believe your poop? Two minutes and fifteen stink? seconds. Or in fact, that you she never describes the product though. Poopery. Poopery is the before-you-go toilet spray that has proven to trap those embarrassing odors at the source and save relationships. So there you go. What Simply what it is? Poopery. Yeah, you spray it on top of the water before you unload one. So if you're on a date or something, <laughs> it's one second. But then is it a spray? So you're. Like you can hear right. it. You probably can't hear. Well, who's listening to a spray? Yeah, you're like, what? What are you spraying in there? <laughs> and they and then wait, how big is the can? You just carry it around in your pocket like it's your dick. Well, it's for the ladies. Oh, it's just, can I use it? You could, but I want to use poopery. It's designed for ladies. <laughs> it is. There's are there ladies versions and men's versions like deodorant. So uh, poopery. Thank you for. Uh, by the way, we would gladly Sponsoring take Poopery yeah. as a sponsor. It's a smaller show. bottle. It's smaller than the. It's about the size of the mug. Oh, okay. Uh, some guy sent us an email. What's this you brought along on your date? Oh, nothing. <laughs> also, why why are you looking to mask poops that you would never take anyways? Good if it's question. not at home. Uh, <laughs> at Mad Dash Caddy sent us a tweet saying, "Dudes, stop eating on the pod. The wings and lip smacking is BS." Well. Cheers to that. Yeah. What? <laughs> that was very Tim and Eric. Fuck it up. <laughs> and uh, at KK Monsif sends us a tweet. Ever get a heater in your armpit? Not pleasant. <laughs> <laughs> but that is true. That is true when you get a heater in your armpit. Um, before we uh, get into discussions here. Heater in your armpit. You'll see here. Oh, yeah. Uh, if you're watching the podcast, or I can describe to you that uh, we have a new entry on the Canadian Wall of Fame, Darn but right. it is right now shrouded by a cloth. And by a, a picture of producer Tim. By yeah. a, yes, a question mark. <laughs> and and when, when you say cloth, you mean a piece of paper towel. Yes. And uh, there's a good reason for that. production value. Because the honorary Canadian that is joining today's Canadian Wall of Fame. Yeah. He's going to be present on the podcast to induct himself into the Canadian Wall of Fame and sign the picture. It's very Hi. exciting. Yeah, oh, it's going to be good. And we met him last week. Yeah. Uh, we're going to tell the whole story. But uh, good Canadian boy, very successful, had a yeah. huge show in the 90s. You, you think of, like, top-notch Canadian celebrities that ruled the world at one point. Right, absolutely. He this, had, the world was his oyster, this, just like Engineer Jim. And now he can do whatever the hell he wants. Just like Engineer Jim. <laughs> I love that laugh. Okay, I, uh, I had a very eventful day. Uh, before we get to your day, and I do want to get to it, can I just say that uh, I want to say hi to everyone. Engineer Jim's here, Mike, Patrick, and Jeremy's not here because I think maybe we offended him with the fat bastard haircut comments. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't. He was kind of offended. I think kind of scared he away. Sent for us a just picture. for a week, though. He sent us a picture of his new haircut. Yeah, he got it all he, shaved off. But he's not here right now, and Ian is here with us. So uh, I don't know if you can point the camera at Ian. As we were walking here to do the podcast, um, I, I said hello to Ian, and he turned around, and there was like a table slightly higher than this right in front of him. And he literally sacked himself right into the table. So I just want to apologize for that. It was an incredible, incredible thing to watch. Maybe the greatest thing I'll see for the next, I don't know, month. The uh, comment everyone's going to make after you just stood up there who was watching on YouTube. The what do you think length, of the legs? The length of your shorts. What are you talking about? They, Too long? 
No, they were. They looked very. Sh- maybe pulled them down a little. I think I'm they stepping, were. I'm stepping on the cord here. I think they were jacked you know up I mean. after you were set sitting. There you go. Okay. There, what do you it think? looked like you were like Milos Raonic. Yeah, but what type. are you talking about? Like if they were that, if they're like that high, look at that belly. <laughs> and by the way, watching the video from last week's podcast, Andy Roddick, we got him to sh- stand up and show his shorts. And who Jeremy was working the camera. He stood up, and all it was was a shot of his yeah, crotch. Right Another his reason Jeremy's not here this like week. Like 30 <laughs> seconds Jeremy, of Roddick's crotch. Jeremy needs to think about, about his motivations <laughs> in life a little bit. Maybe Jeremy's on, like, a quest to discover who he really is. <laughs> he is in Utah right now. Every, oh, gu- really? every okay. guest comes in, it's just <laughs> Right to the nuts. Where is the banana <laughs> Right to the nuts. <laughs> Oh, Jeremy. So, Ian, I hope how how are your testicles? <laughs> uh, they were they were hit, but they're fine. Yeah. So, and what you said, we were with Anna, another PA on the show, and you disc- I asked you if it was a direct hit, and you said no, off to the side. It it, it brazed the tip, I would say. Right. <laughs> My goodness. And so, but you also basically revealed to Anna which side your schlong, you know, falls. Toward in your khakis. What? Oh, HR is going to hear about yeah. that. I, I don't believe, unless it was implied by the way that I <laughs> described it. <laughs> it was. It was very much so. Um, yeah, thanks. Ian. Get your hand off my penis! Okay, um, so I started. Sorry, Toolsy, go ahead. I started the process of uh, registering my vehicle because I've got uh, Ontario plates on my car. Yeah. In, uh, in the United States, at least in California, doesn't matter how long you've been driving. You've got to do a written test, yeah. then a driving test. So I had to do the written test as well. A full month, by the way, behind producer Tim and I. I don't know what's taking you so long. Uh, I spent my entire day there. I left the DMV and came here. <laughs> oh, really? Yes. Because you line up to get the paperwork. You line up to... You booked an appointment, though, right? Yeah. Okay. Then you line up to get the sheet in which you... This is the sheet. This is the test. You yeah. had to fill out the written yeah. test. Um. And then you fill it out, and then you have to line up again to give them the test, and then you have to get them to come and inspect your vehicle. So it was a two-and-a-half-hour process. Right. How'd you do on the test? You're allowed to get six. I'd like to point out that I got 100% on this test. Again, I'm I'm not even joking. I'm 38 years old. I've been driving for what? 22 years. Uh, If you say so, probably longer. You grew up on a farm. Yeah, you you can actually get a farmer's license. Yeah, like 15. Yeah, but you were probably driving at six. Yeah. I got five wrong. You're allowed to get six. So it was touch and go. Oh man, you really. I want to. I want to pass this there. one. This would. This scenario would never happen in your life. Well, I got it wrong. Ninety percent of these scenarios are. You see a pedestrian with a white cane at the corner, ready to cross the street. Of course, it's going to happen every day. Yeah, yeah. The person takes a step back and pulls in his or her cane. Her cane. So I'm thinking this person's terrified. They they don't know if the traffic coming. Here are your uh, questions or your answers. Proceed across the street because the person's not ready to cross. I'm like, that's a dick move. No, who would do that? Stop your vehicle a minimum of six feet from the crosswalk and wait for the person to cross the street. I'm like, well, they're blind. They can't see. Or honk your horn to let the person know when to cross the street. I'm like, yeah, that's that was my response. No, because... In the book, it says that they, if you're blind, you, you're, yeah, if you're blind, you listen for the sound of the car. That's what they're doing, right? Isn't that the right answer? That you park your car six. A horn's easier to hear than the car. But that's what they don't want to be dro- walking all over town, just like. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
All right, I get it. I got a cross. So, <laughs> I get it. I'm blind, what, asshole. What is the correct answer to Well, you? my question, first of all, is the white oh, cane shit. signify that they're blind? I yes. spilled, I spilled or a white. Or is it a visually pimp? impaired? A white cane couldn't mean Gandalf the Grey. Who knows who's crossing the street? That's true. What, what if it's someone from Game of Thrones? Patrick, your response. I would, uh, if they take a step back, knowing now how pissed you are about it not being honk, I would say just go through. But that's the- What? Just go through and run the risk of that running That can't be over. a right answer. No. No, I was right, right? What? Well, six six inches from the. No, curb. it says just fire on through. What? Yeah, proceed across the street because this person's not ready to cross. Oh. I'll well, put it. I've, I've been walking around Santa Monica for the last two months. Just go is always the right answer. Yeah, pedestrians always have the right of way, first yeah, they of all. Do. So That's wait, true. so again, if you see a blind person at the, the crosswalk, you just floor it. Yeah, just I, floor it. I think common sense <laughs> prevails. You, you honk your horn. No, this but, is ridiculous. But the the thing, like we've talked about this, all these bizarre crosswalks in the middle of pretty busy streets, and you'll just be ripping around, and all of a sudden you'll see the, the blinkers, and you'll have to hammer on the brakes. I've seen like two accidents since I've been down here. I've been down here two months. Here's another confusion. I don't know why they give you, are you supposed to frame this? Yeah, you keep it, and you frame it. Here's another one. On a sharp curve, you should use your brakes to slow your vehicle, A, just after you enter the curve, B, during the entire time you drive through the curve, or C, before you enter the curve? I my go res- C. My it response was before. during the entire time. Oh. Thinking during the entire time means in the process, in the lead up to the curve, during the curve. Because yeah, you accelerate out of the curve, so it wouldn't be the whole, the yeah. whole time. You, should you know aren't that in F1. Yeah, you should have you should, uh, known that, Tools. Yeah. This is really, really and here's a lot of this one pissed me off as well. That's a layup. (laughs) This one pissed me off. If you're involved in a collision, you must exchange with the other person involved your driver's license information and a proof of insurance only, b proof of insurance and vehicle registration only, or c proof of insurance, vehicle registration, and current address. I said, I said just the insurance and vehicle registration because c I don't want people knowing where I live. You're just giving them – so if you have an accident, they're knocking on your door. Yeah. Okay, I want money. Yeah. But no. Give me money. I'm I'm Dave Thomas's daughter, Wendy. <laughs> but, My name's Ken. They know who I am. So you're supposed to give them your current address. I said no. Vehicle registration and proof of insurance. You hit me. It's just dumb. I hate wow. it. Wow. But if they get your license, you your passed. address is on that. Yeah. But you, wh- why do you care? You passed. I know, but it's just frustrating. You wanted to get 100% like me. I just wanted to pass. <laughs> just admit it. You just want a boat. <laughs> Did you say I just want a boat? Yeah, yeah you want to be a boatman. <laughs> how how's that? Uh, how's the progress on that going? By the way, I'm going to revisit. But uh, wow, by impregnating your wife? Is that how it's going to happen? <laughs> on the boat. Well, that would be nice. Um, very exciting. Last night on uh, Fox Sports Live, we had our NHL analyst Chris Chelios in studio. He was, yep. Yeah. And then um, all the uh, pundits. Um, Pointed out that uh, Chelios, who works for the Red Wings, <laughs> picked the Red Wings to win the Stanley Cup. Yes, he did. And uh, apparently, to, on tonight's edition of the show, um, he picked uh, he picks all his choices for uh, you know top three goalies in the league, top three defensemen, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, it's not all Red Wings, is it? No. Producer Tim was happy because there were no Red Wings on oh, any okay. of his lists. But then he called back and said, uh, "I'd like to put Jimmy Howard in my top three goaltenders." So, okay. Chelly was very nice, uh, slightly intimidating. As he was on the ice, I think. My, um, the one image I always have stuck in my head of Chris Chelios, I don't know if you remember when he was with the Montreal Canadiens, start of his career, yep. playing the Philadelphia Flyers. Remember they traded him for Denny Savard? He, uh, he purposely went offside. This was in a, I, don't, I think it was a playoff game. And um, 
he went offside like uh, to get a whistle, and Hextall chased him into the corner. That's when Hextall had his tongue out and was going crazy. He was trying to get off him, and uh, his equipment was all ripped off. And I, that's the one image I always remember of Chelios is just Hextall trying to tear his head off. Uh, do you remember what the age Chelly was when he retired? 45? 48! Hmm. He retired at 48. And do you remember him playing for the Thrashers? Because that is something I do not remember. And apparently we used his shot with the Thrashers last night on the show. Uh, we got carved, it. everyone on uh, on Twitter. Oh, you don't have any uh, file footage, anything better than 0506? No, we don't. We really don't. Just baby We steps, are a people. new network. Yeah, just getting it started here. Don't have a ton of NHL archival footage. That wasn't the priority here down at Fox in L.A. So there's going to be a lot of still photos. Um, I was driving out. I spent the weekend in uh, San Diego. Ooh, must be nice. Oh, it was nice. We had a great, great time. So uh, wait, wait. Producer Tim was there on Thursday. You were there on Friday, and Carissa was there all weekend. So yep. what did you guys all do together? Yeah, made love. The three did you all three of you meet up? <laughs> no, we didn't actually. I, we were all there at different times. Carissa went down on Saturday for the Cowboys game. I went Friday night. Anyway, uh, Jim, we were going to talk about this because uh, I've played beautiful Torrey Pines in La Jolla. Yeah. Uh, what a beautiful course that is. Phil Mickelson's favorite course. Tiger's like home course, basically. I just don't understand how it is because he lives in Florida. But um, but you, I understand you, you played it and you had some weird weather conditions when you played uh, No. Um, so I went down there uh, for when Tiger won, um, uh, what was it, the U.S. Open there a few years ago, right? right? And uh, my buddy Mac, who has uh, visited us a few times on the Twitter, um, worked for, uh, I don't know, some some company, Royal Bank of Scotland, and they endorsed some stuff. Anyways, we went to the U.S. Open. It was an amazing time. And he said, I can get us on the course, and we can play with the pros. What? Warming up the week before the tournament. So That's what like, I said. What? Like, you got to yeah. be kidding me, Let's right? Do it. So uh, he comes down the day they set it all up. We're going to go out there. All the pros are out there, and we're just going to go on with the pros. And uh, we're he 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 calls the clubhouse ahead of time, and he says, "So we're we're good to go. We're all set." And they said, "Uh, uh-uh. I'm sorry, Mister McDonald. We can't we can't get you on this time. Come back next year when Tiger has his tournament here." And I guarantee you we'll get you on. Oh, the old comeback next year yeah. line. So yeah. we're like, okay, great, whatever. Cut to the following year. He calls them up. Absolutely, Mr. McDonald, we remember you guys. Come on down. Wow. So, uh, yeah, so uh, myself and Mac and a buddy of his that he worked with and uh, – my friend McBob, who is uh, one of the roadies for Guns N' Roses. His name's McBob? McBob, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's great. All the road guys got great names. You know, Flesh and Feely and all those guys. <laughs> That's producer Tim's name as well. Feely. Yeah, Feely. Producer oh, Tim's a little feely. too so, Feely with some of the PAs. <laughs> so anyways, you know, us group of knuckleheads go down there, and they let us on the course like the day before the tournament, and uh, the the pros had just finished or whatever, and uh, you know it was late in the afternoon, and we're all getting out of our cars and stuff in the parking lot there with our golf bags, and there's all these people there for the tournament, and they're like, "Hey, guys, there's a tournament here. 
what do you guys think you're doing? You know, and we, we none of us say anything, you know, and we look like knuckleheads, you know, we're roadie dudes, you know, and sure enough, we get down to the clubhouse and the guy's like, we're all set. We're all ready for you guys. Grab a cart, go have a great time. And we went out and played all 18 holes. Uh, last couple holes, it was like pitch black, but it was great because we played with all the grandstands set up at Torrey Pines and everything. It was awesome. Did you just tear the course to shit? Oh, it was awful. <laughs> like the conditions were so impossible. You know, the the height of the rough and all that oh, stuff. Yeah. And if you weren't on the fairway, good luck trying to even hit your ball. Yeah. It was brutal. And I probably lost, I would say, uh, at least a dozen balls into the stands. So a lot of fans got a lot of souvenirs. See, so I, they, they were I, probably thinking, "Oh, this is a yeah, ball. exactly." Meanwhile, this it's is a Jim Furyk's It's a pinnacle ball. gold. Yeah, where they're like, "Who plays uh, pinnacle?" It's one of those uh, pings that's like two different colors. Uh, they were Pro V ones. <laughs> oh, yeah. really nice. Yeah, Very I nice. went through a whole box of them while I was there. No problem. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah. It's a tough. Call. I played it. And I did okay, but it, but I don't think the conditions were the same. It was it, unbelievable. It yeah. was it was great and. You know, there was uh, all the greens uh, keeper guys out there, you know, and they're doing the final fixes on everything. <laughs> and they're looking at us like, what the hell are these guys doing out here? <laughs> you know, who bums? are they? Yeah, it was great, you know. Oh, I love it. Engineer yeah. Jim, I thought I uh, saw you this weekend. You weren't in um, Manhattan Beach this past weekend, were you? Uh, no, no. Because no. there was a man with uh, flowing locks like yours with his back to me at the uh, the CVS. And I had to gaze. Upon, he probably thought I was a creep. I was just staring at him. And then I wandered to the front of him and I pretended I wasn't looking at him. You should, you should give him a hug from behind. <laughs> yeah. uh, tr truth be told, that's where I get my penicillin. Uh, the, man, the, man, <laughs> the, CBS the, the CBS in Manhattan Beach. <laughs> it's got the good stuff. Yeah. That's all the good stuff. That's where all the rich people live. Hey, no, I no, I, I was here all weekend working on NFL and college football. Oh, yeah. This is the place to be on the weekends. But yeah. when I was driving down to San Diego, I was listening to the Mighty 1090 radio, the, uh, the Derek Smith show. And uh, they actually were interviewing – did I say that right? Darren. Pat? Darren Smith. Darren Smith. Damn it. Darren Smith show. Sorry, Darren. And uh, he was interviewing Ephraim Salam from our show about the amazing race. I've met him. But before he interviewed Ephraim, they were playing a clip that Chargers head coach Mike McCoy, he'd been interviewed earlier in the day about their upcoming game with the Cowboys, and they were talking about the fact it was going to be Manti Teo's first game with the Chargers and the fact that they needed more turnovers on defense, and that led to... Uh, to this clip from Mike McCoy. You know, he hasn't played in a regular season game yet, obviously, so, you know, he's just got to step in there and do what he's got to do. And I think, you know, with creating turnovers, it's, it's a, a mentality, I think, for the defense to get their hand on ball. we got to get our hands on more balls. That's the thing. Get more pressure on quarterbacks. Get after the quarterbacks. You know, force them into making some quicker decisions. Get the ball out when they may not want to. And, you know, on the back end, of, you know, getting your hand on balls and making the plays when they're there. And this is where you... <laughs> <laughs> this is where you cut to the ISO cam of Roddick's crotch. <laughs> the best was uh, like the way the radio host just ignored it. Patrick and I were talking about that. He just ignored that whole thing, but he knew clearly what had been said. And, and like that's what, it's it's hilarious when I got Jay's email. I hadn't heard the clip yet. Uh, we reached out to them and they were amazing. They were like, "Yes, we'll have it to you in five minutes." Like it was way quicker than anything that happens internally here at Fox. Um, <laughs> But the, the, the clip follows up, and he's like, I'm not going to say it. <laughs> you guys all heard what he said. I'm not going to go there. Let's just talk about what he said. And what, what did he say, Patrick? We've got to get our hands on more balls. That's what I thought. <laughs> uh, should we bring in our special guest? Um, just wait. I wanted to oh. point out that I uh, 
I mentioned erotic. I'm like, yeah, the the feedback on your visit was overwhelming. I yeah. Said, and almost 100% of the people said, I never liked Andy Roddick. I thought he was an ass <laughs> until I saw him on your podcast. And I said that exact thing to him. He's like, yeah, I was, I was a bit of a bit of a dick before i don't i think he, he but he explained it he says he was a different person on the court yeah exactly it's like lots of athletes where they just kind of lose themselves in the competition and he, you can't like change yourself when you're competing like that he's got to be I who is. changed myself did you ever change your own diaper <laughs> we gotta get our hands on more balls <laughs> no i've never changed my i've, I've never changed my own you diaper. ever worn a diaper no, we are going to do that. I'm going to test out a pair of Depends. Well, last night, Tony Saragusa was on our uh, panel. I know. His buzz, uh, buddies I, must rib him. Again, this is the thing. It's like PJ Stock in Canada. In Canada, uh, similar commercial that Tony Saragusa did for Depends. Uh, PJ Stock, a former hockey player, did it. And it was like he wore Depends undergarments under some, like, jeans or something and skated. And he, he said he was doing it for charity in the commercial. And all I could think of was... He's ruined his whole life. Everywhere he goes, everyone's going to be like, yeah, I got some Depends under those jeans, PJ. Are you able to reveal what you turned down? Uh, yes. I, that's Pro- a good just don't We've never discussed this. Don't name the problem. Oh, I don't mind uh, br- okay. bringing it up. Uh, before we left Canada, I was approached by the Fiber One people. Pretty Th- prestigious stuff. Thanks for approaching me, Fiber One. <clears throat> yeah, pretty uh, pretty prestigious stuff. Got all the uh, the big endorsements about uh, endorsing their uh, their Fiber One bars. Which, on the surface, sounded okay, but the whole premise of the commercial, they wanted to make fiber cool again. And I don't think anyone can do that. Uh, I would have jumped at that. Yeah, I know you would (laughs) have. Okay, it's time. Our first ever live guest to induct themselves into the Canadian Wall of Fame. This is great stuff. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the Jay and Dan podcast. The one, the only... Jason Priest. Oh, I love it. I love it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, how are you, my friend? Here, here, throw this on. We can't, I can't hear Oh, yeah, the there we go. Saying. There you are. Just uh, for the people at home who can't see, Dan actually has on a Quebec Nordique shirt. It's true. Which yep. is... It's the hockey season kicks off tonight. It is. Tonight Tonight is the night. Are it's you very, excited? It's very exci- well, you know, I, I think everyone in Canada is very excited. This is this is the night that everybody waits for. Absolutely. All, like the summer in Canada. I mean, it's beautiful. Everyone goes out to, I mean, out in Ontario and Manitoba. Yeah, you go to the cottages. Everybody goes to their cottages, you know, in right. British Columbia. Everyone's out on the Gulf Islands and enjoying their summer. But secretly in the back of everybody's mind, everyone seriously is just like, okay, when is this going to be over? When yeah. are we going to get back to playing hockey? We need some something to watch now yeah. you are you're from bc so are you a canucks fan or are you have you migrated uh, to a kings fan uh no i'm, I'm a canucks fan wow, i mean okay. it's you know i mean i think you i think i, I think you you stick with the team that yeah. you are dan why don't you tell jason about born i agree with you jason dan why don't you tell jason about the migration of your uh, team affiliation here's the problem what happened dan I, you dan you you you've had a rough week i mean <laughs> Does I mean, you, 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 you almost failed your your uh, your, yeah. your driving test yeah, yesterday. I mean, that's pathetic. Yeah, it is I mean, seriously, I so that's pathetic. But wait, why, wait, why did you why did you try to import your Hyundai into this country anyway? <laughs> they sell them cheaper down here. I know. I know. <laughs> Here's the thing. I felt so bad. So this is all these questions. You've got what thirty six questions. Yeah. Little old ladies are like 
on the verge of tears. Yeah, no, but no, they're, they're they, on the verge they of tears. They it. Yeah. What the, happened to you? The lady in front of me got 15 wrong. <laughs> well, she shouldn't be driving then. Exactly. <laughs> Good. I'm glad California has these rules. Get that lady off the road. <laughs> I felt bad. She probably has a little white cane. Okay. Hold on. I got to tell you this story. This is really funny. My, my wife, who's British, she, um, uh, she had Don't to... Does she, she have an accent? Yeah, she, yes, she does. She does. But wow. she had to, you know, like, like all the rest of us immigrants who come here to Los Angeles, she had to go and take her driver's test, too. So she, unlike you, passed with flying colors, her written uh, exam. <laughs> but for her driver's test, she went to go... Uh, she she went down her little Audi TT little little uh, you know little six speed right yeah, yeah. and the the kid to, that was giving her her test um, comes out of the D, you know you wait in the line and you go up to the thing right and the guy comes out of the DMV to give you your test he opens the door to her car and he he looks at my wife in her car and he goes oh man <laughs> you know how to drive a stick <laughs> that's awesome and, he jumps in my and he's car. conducting the test and he's the guy who's giving the test i doesn't even know how to drive a stick <laughs> oh my God. did he ask to drive so, the so, car no no he doesn't he didn't know, <laughs> he didn't know how. how to do okay, it okay sorry that's and then he was and then and so there they are and they're out on the test and they're out on the test and they're doing the test and he he leans over to my wife and he says Hey, look, we're really not supposed to do this, but why don't you just take this thing up on the freeway and open it up? Cause I wanna, cause, cause that I, didn't I wanna, happen. I wanna, I wanna see how fast this car no is. I swear to God. It's like wow. Ferris Bueller. So, so, so my wife's like up on the freeway going 100 miles an hour in her driver's <laughs> test. And she's like, oh, there's no way I'm going to pass this. I know I'm going to end up in jail. I know there's a, there's, a, there's a camera on me. This is like a candid camera thing. But the, she didn't have to parallel park. She didn't, <laughs> didn't see, do didn't anything. That'd, that'd, that'd be either. great if he's going through his checklist when they get back. Oh, you went way too fast. <laughs> That's right. Way too fast. I was all a it was all a test none, for you. None of that, man. He jumped out of the car and was like, hey, that was great, man. All right, you pass. I wish uh, I had he that ran nice back of a inside. Guy. I had an asshole on my driver's test. Yeah, yeah. You were, he was a real dick to you, wasn't Such he? Such a jerk. He barely Well, spoke you and your wandering hands. You yeah, well, I was well, touching did, him a little yeah, bit. You but get a little handsy. Well, you know what? It's my right as a California citizen. Okay, back to the... Uh, he, got, he got in your car. It's exactly. his fault. Yeah, exactly. Fault. It's fault. He said yes. <laughs> in a, in a nutshell, I grew up a Montreal Canadiens fan. Oh, yeah, right? here we go. Uh, Steve Penny, remember him? It's fine. It's, it's funny. You don't, you don't sound like you grew up in Montreal. I, Montreal fan. Oh. So uh, Steve Penny was my first favorite goalie, and then Patrick Waugh, uh, he was my favorite goalie, and then they traded him away, and then I stopped being a Habs fan when they traded Patrick Waugh, and then I was a free agent, now I'm a fan. Wow. But and, and, and all that time, you were living in Toronto. Uh, no, I went to school in Ottawa, so I cheered for the Sens for a bit. I lived right. in Alberta, so I was right. like, like the Oilers for it's a bit. Right. I was a free agent. It, it makes no sense. It doesn't. You really? You were, you were, you were born and raised in Toronto, am I right? Yes. Toronto, Ontario. Near, near Toronto. There's, yeah. a, there, there's a team Peter in Toronto. Ontario, actually. Right, okay. But they are a, an obnoxious I've always been a Pete's fan. I grew up, uh, that was our right. junior team. Yeah, yeah. sure. Peterborough yeah. Pete's. Yeah, yeah. So what do you think? Are you excited about the Canucks? Pro- do you like Tortorella as the Canucks coach? Everyone's I, I, a little I mean, mixed I mean, on this. I mean, the, co- the coach swap was an interesting move, mm-hmm. I think. You know? Very interesting. Yeah. You're going I've, never, from I've, a, never, I've never heard of that before. Did you want some two, of the two good Two NHL stuff? teams actually making a coach swap. Yeah. Did you want some what? of the good yeah, stuff to drink? Us? What the hell is that? That's energy, energy drink, buddy. You want some what? Yeah, in your you cup? Try do, you guys, do you guys do this a lot? <laughs> yeah, do you guys do this some. every day? Well, is, that, is that what's giving you that little bit of sweat on your chest? I always then? have that little bit of <laughs> sweat. <laughs> I always have it. You're, you're I'm like, so hey. excited. I'm always jonesing for I, it, Priestley. I mean, man. I haven't... <laughs> 
<laughs> of always Jones. You, you kind of got that crazy look on your face that like people used to have in the '80s in Miami. Yeah, I'm like, I'm. It's very. I feel I'm, like we're. I feel I'm like kinda, this is an I'm episode. I'm scared of you right now. I feel now, like Jay. This, this is the Euphoria episode back on 90210, where you where you were hooked on Euphoria. <laughs> we're trying to get you onto that. Oh my god, that episode was so funny. Oh, so funny. Couldn't they just have said ecstasy? I mean, was it really that bad? They had to make up a drug. They, uh, I, I, I think that you know they didn't want to. They didn't want to promote any real drug use, so they right. had to create a, a, you know, a fictional um, drug. Right. I, I just love that the drug dealer in the thing. You know, he had a big four on his shirt, <laughs> just to make it really obvious who was selling the. The euphoria. <laughs> That's right. Right. Remember that? Oh, yeah. So cornball. Yeah, that was pretty cornball. Yeah. yeah. Uh, hey, does a day go by in your life where someone doesn't mention the show to you? Nine oh two one oh. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. But you must get it like three hundred times. I get it. A week. I get it. Pretty. It, it's pretty common. I mean, the show was a, it was an iconic. It was show. a massive, massive show. Massive. massive. Yeah, people. But people. what's your relationship with it now? Like, are you you're good with it? You don't mind when people talk to yeah, you about yeah, it? Yeah, I don't mind it. Yeah. It's uh, you know, it's 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 way in the rearview mirror yeah. for me. Yeah. So I don't mind talking about it. Yeah, sure. Um, I, but <laughs> but, but here's the funny thing. Like like people people know a lot more about the show than I do. Right. Yeah. Because I you know I was like I was I was doing it and I did it and I and then I. I, and then I s- stepped away from it, right. and I don't, I don't watch the reruns on Soapnet. Like I'm, you know, I'm doing yeah, a million not, other things, and I'm busy. Y- you're you know, not dissecting your performance. Yeah, ex- yeah exactly. And I, right. I'd really rather not. <laughs> but are you in the rest I, of the I, cast? I, I, when I when I do catch a show, an episode every once in a while, I'm 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 just like, oh my god. Yeah. I can well, thank thank God thank thank God people aren't watching that and judging me on that because it was that was some bad work being no done no, no, no 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 Jason oh. no I won't ha- I won't you let you sit here and beat when yourself you started up on the about show twenty one twenty one wow yeah now I was one one thing I did always want to ask you about was the episode where West Beverly High started a hockey team. And Mr. Walsh was coaching the hockey team because he'd, of course, come from Minnesota. And right, you were skating circles around, you know, Zaring. And Luke yeah, Perry yeah. could barely, you know, yeah, get yeah. on those things. Yeah. The poor guy. And you're yeah. body checking him into the boards. Yeah. And I always wondered, did you just go up to Aaron Spelling and say, I can skate circles around these motherfuckers. <laughs> let me <laughs> let me just start up a fictional <laughs> hockey team. Let's just, just throw me a bone. Let's just, just throw do me this. a bone. Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> It okay. Okay. That, All right. Fair enough. It was. It wasn't that. It wasn't that. Uh, we we weren't that organized. Right. To tell you the truth, I think that our our right our writers at that point in time, like that was probably season four or something. I think our writers literally were sitting there going, "Damn it! What are we gonna do?" <laughs> I didn't. I didn't think the show Priestly was gonna last. I didn't, I didn't think the show was gonna last this long. God, what are we gonna do? I thought uh, they'd be graduated by yeah, now. Right. This would be over. <laughs> This I thought like I'd be sixth year in high school. I'd already be living on my private island by now. God, <laughs> what are we gonna do? Now, I, I, you know, Priestley can skate. Cam, Cam Neely and Fox is Fox is gonna try to broadcast hockey now. That, must, that listen, might have listen, been it. Listen, that's why you can't get that's any any, any footage. Fox has still got a bad taste in their mouth. Yeah, about that whole Fox hockey thing that Fox uh, upstairs. Yeah, too. some yeah. of our executives have them on their desks. Yeah. Right, really? And they yeah. they said the the pucks were illegal, but they still pass them <laughs> because they, this one guy has to sit and drop them in. A room in Toronto, make right. sure they bounce yep. right. And right. He's they were like going all over the place, and they're like, yeah, yeah, here you go. Uh, it's it's all <laughs> oh, good. Oh, it's right? gonna be fine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's got a little chip in there, so you can it'll do that. But when those pucks went into the crowd, oh. they had to get a runner to go and get them because they were worth like a couple thousand bucks. Or wow. Something. Yeah. Yeah. It, was, uh, it didn't. Uh, yeah, that whole thing didn't really pan out very well. They uh, they got good ratings for the first game they used it. Yeah. I had no problem with it really. 
I'm like, whatever. It's it doesn't really bother me. It's you Did really. Did it bother you that much? Well, you know, I'll, you know. Let, let let let's talk about hockey. You're a guy who's had five favorite teams. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I I think you have to consider the source on this one. Let's Jay. I've had one favorite team my whole right, life, but right. I'm not. I you know we're supposed to be impartial. And, the, and the, yeah, and we're the, impartial. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, all right. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. But okay, I would say people can figure out who I cheer for based on where I grew up, which was north of Edmonton. North of Edmonton. Think wow. What, is is there anything north of Edmonton? <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's a little bit. Yeah. What, like Fort, Some Ma- nice Fort McMurray. Hey! Uh, Fort back. Dan lived I there. I lived there for three years. You Dan lived, lived in there. Fort Mac. I did. Yeah. Wow. Three years. Wow. Oh yeah. He was the play-by-play man for the Fort McMurray Oil Barons. <laughs> That's right. I was. The city literally <laughs> smells like oil. Like you oh, land, yeah. it and gets money. just floating and, and, and if it smells like oil, that means it smells like money. That's, That's right. right. I'm like the Fox Studios, which smell like broccoli. <laughs> That's right. Someone uh, <laughs> someone uh, lit some broccoli on fire upstairs. Uh, but uh, this this one pickup line, I always remember this, that uh, this uh, girl told me some guy dropped on her in Fort McMurray. They were at a bar, and he's like, uh, you see that pickup truck out there? Yeah. She's like, yeah. He goes, paid for it. <laughs> no, just say, paid for it. Cash. <laughs> That's his pickup line, because that's how much money's up there. Oh, dude, there's so much money up there. Yeah, yeah, there is a lot of scrap. It's a good show. Hey, so how did you? Okay, so we have to tell the story. We met you last Thursday uh, because you interviewed us for your show Hollywood and Vines with yeah. our good friend Terry David Mulligan. First of all, I'm so I was so happy when we <laughs> met you that you acknowledged TDM's tenure on Good Rockin' Tonight because that was such a huge show in my childhood. I loved yep. that show so much. Yep. How did you first hook up and become friends, you and TDM? I, I, uh, I, I, I feel like I've known Terry uh, my entire life. He, he used to do like radio plays with my mom back in, like, back in the 70s. What? Yeah, it's, it's a very bizarre it's, Can thing. I just... But then, but is then TDM I don't... possibly your real father? <laughs> God, God, I hope not. God, I hope not. But then, but then Terry, Terry and I, Terry and I really became friends. Uh, sort of in like in the, the sort of the mid to late eighties, we were we were actually working together on shows like Twenty One Jump Street and all those shows that were uh, filming in Vancouver. The shows shows that really launched the the Fox Network, right? Um, and uh, and we ended up working together on on a lot of those shows. And Terry was was acting at the time and. Yeah, Is he still doing that? Uh, a little bit. Yeah. Now, was yeah. he serious? Because in our discussions, we were talking about the beachcombers, and uh, he said he tried out for a part, but he got shot down. Was he serious? Oh yeah. Well, oh, he was bitter. Oh, he oh, was yeah. really bitter. Yeah, oh, he yeah. was a little. He was a little of course, choked. Of course, all these people that you know, you, all your all your American fans that are listening to to this show have no idea what oh, we're I talking. Know. about We're not right concerned now. about that. Okay. Yeah, they'll, <laughs> they'll catch on eventually. All right. Yeah, all right. Yeah. 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 We, we, Be- Beachcombers, know. I think, the second longest running television series in Ever. history. Right. Ever. After Bonanza. Is that or, true? Or one of those shows. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Were you still around Canada when Danger Bay was on? Oh, I did an episode of Danger Bay. What? Oh yes. Whoa. Oh yes. Down a little bit. So were you? Of course, I did. So were you uh, romancing uh, Ocean Ocean Hellman? Yeah. Uh, Heir to the Hellman mayonnaise fortune. You know, I (laughs) (laughs) heir heir to the ocean fortune. Yes. I, I no, I no, I don't think I was. I don't think I was. I think I was. I was. I was doing something bad. I was. Oh yeah, I was, you were bad. You know, I was. Kid. I was the. I was the bad kid that Whoa, week. And, right. Right. And you know, and the, and the and the family had to help save me and and a family of otters. I think. <laughs> <laughs> you were adopted by a family of otters, and roll credits. Were you? Were you violating the otters? <laughs> Quite possibly. Yes. Yeah. 
Yes. Because those were the kind of Disney-like problems that they had. Those are the kind of shows we did in Canada at the time. It was animals. It was people working together, solving problems. Eventually, we moved on. And to save the environment. (laughs) That's right. So getting back to the interview we did with uh, Terry David. So it was very odd. We'll uh, try to break it down. So we were sitting. uh, And again, uh, it's for for the show Hollywood and Vines that Jason and Terry did. Uh, Yeah. Jason and uh, Terry were sitting on one side of the table, and Jay and I. So we were just talking like this. We didn't know cameras were rolling. All of a sudden, Terry looks in the camera. He's like, we're sitting here in uh, Hollywood. He had started the interview, and no one even knew. It was was just off the wall. I thought, seriously, we were a, a part of a... A comedy sketch show or something that we were not a part of. Well, but in a way, we were not privy to. But but you guys uh, held your own. Oh, I yeah? have to say. Yeah, oh, we yeah. were. Now, how much of that? Because we think we talked for 15, 20 minutes. Maybe ninety seconds of that will live. Uh, probably about two and a half minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and TDM was so great because he kept trying to get real questions in there, and I think the three of us were just kind of riffing. And TDM was really serious about asking us about our favorite wines, and I know that's the purpose of the show. But we just don't what? know. What? Chris we Chelios just popped in. Just popped we were in. just messing Chris around. Chris Chelios. Hey, Chris. How are you, man? Nice to see you, buddy. This is wild stuff. Chelly, what's going on? How are you? Let's grab an extra microphone. Yeah, can we do that? Unexpected guest, Chris Chelios. On the uh, on the day of the the first day of the NHL season. Oh, here, pop in here. Is that a real mic? Yeah. What, what's going on? Are we Have we dropped the puck yet? Here, Not yet. Here, here you Grab that seat there, Chris. This is very exciting stuff. This is oh, unexpected. Got... There you go. There's some headphones there. Shelly's loving this. <laughs> here you go. You'll have to hold it like uh, you're holding the... Yeah. Yeah. High production values. It's still Fox. Shelly, <laughs> uh, we were actually discussing you before you came in. Um, my uh, image I always have that runs through my head when I think of Chris Chelios Remember when you were with the Habs, and I think uh, you purposely went offside to get a whistle, and Ron Hextall chased you into the corner? Yeah, that was just payback for what I did to prop. So I was expecting, I figured, better to get it over with uh, in the playoffs then because it had been worse regular season. Because he tried to rip your head off. Yeah, I saw him coming uh, the last second, that big Samuelson. I don't know if you remember that. Yeah. He uh, kicked my feet out so I couldn't get you know balanced before he came. But I've known Hexy since I was 18. I played against him when I was in Moose Jaw, and he was just as crazy then as he, he was. That's know, when he had the tongue sticking out yeah. and his equipment was off. He he like, like he the had, devil, yeah. yeah. He, was yeah. Crazy. <laughs> he was the kind of the last crazy goalie. That was that one year, that one playoff run, where he was he just went nuts that year, Yeah. right? Yeah, I mean, he was a great goalie, but he like he should have been a forward you know, with that <laughs> mentality. But, I mean, his his uncle Dennis skates with us in the alumni. He's you know, equally as crazy. He starts swinging his stick and... You know, he, he competes like him, so it's in the family for sure. Well, what happens in those <laughs> alumni games? Are there any actual fisticuffs ever? No, not really. You know, like I said, there's the odd guy like Hextall or some guys that played hard. You know, now they're weekend warriors, so they get out there and they just the, – the switch flips and they don't realize what they're doing. The, the, the alumni games, are guys pounding pints in the intermission? <laughs> well, in those Ronald McDonald games we played in Hamilton, they were. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean <laughs> – we have, we have a classic uh, back at TSN. We had um, we always had a blooper reel, and there's this one where uh, Al no it wasn't Al Ifrady. It was um, who was having the dart. 
Uh, oh, uh, Proby, maybe? Or, or Guy Lafleur? No, no. Uh, oh, Happy Boulin? No, it wasn't Happy Boulin. Happy Boulin used Guy to crush Guy Lafleur always used to sit on the end of the bench and have cigarettes in, but in between shifts. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He'd be sitting there just puffing away, and, you know, and the, the coach would tap him, and he'd throw it yeah. down and drop just it jump down. over the boards, and, <laughs> and away he'd go. Drop his DeMaurier light. Oh, and man. But he had he that went. beautiful head of hair. Oh, yeah. He could get away with anything. Spectacular. Flowing No helmets back then. Oh, and he'd just step over the blue line and let those let that let fly that was that was the thing dan always talks about at that era where you was you would score goals by you know firing a slap shot just over the blue line like the the goaltenders actually had minimal padding back then unlike now where they're like you know like garth snow had like the megatron shoulder pads yeah there was no butterfly they just (laughs) for whatever reason they couldn't stop a puck on the low stick side right yeah yeah but yeah, you're right. Flower just come down the wing, put the brakes on, and just fire it. Yeah, yeah. It, w- it was Al- Ally Afraidy. He was uh, so it was the backhaul feed. So <laughs> they're waiting to do an interview with him. He's smoking a dart. <laughs> and he's got the headset on. They're like uh, thirty seconds. He goes. Yeah, how long? <laughs> Five seconds. <laughs> and just throws it to the side. Yeah, another American player. <laughs> no one cooler. Yeah. Greatest mullet in the history of the game. Uh. Um, we did our first uh, Fox uh, TV hit with you yesterday, Chris. How did you think it went? How do you I mean, I watched it this morning. i got to be yeah. honest. It came on and ran a few times. So a couple nice texts. Not, not as many as my friends would text me as I thought were going to, but... My kids were, they liked it, thought it yeah. was cool. That's a, the word they use, cool. So it was fun. You made it easy for me. It kind of, you know, you're great. Out. Well, I always feel bad that we expect uh, ex hockey players to just come on and, and instantly know what they're doing as analysts. Like just just go right on TV and just start talking. It's tough, right? Yeah. I mean, it's tough to, to get it all right and yeah, make sure you get sure. everything done. It's yeah. not easy. You got to do your homework. Yeah, and, I'm, and I'm glad someone actually stood next to Jay that wasn't me and revealed that, hey, He's extremely tall. He's really tall. He's like really short. <laughs> a tall, strapping right. man. That's the only bad thing. Yeah. We're sitting down today, I hope, for sure. Well, I, think you, I think you two are, yeah. are going to do it today. Chris, you got me today, so, hey, you're we'll going to tower sit. over we'll me. We'll Every sit. other analyst that comes on gets to sit with Carissa, so I don't know what what you did wrong. Yeah, sorry, to to you really messed up, up there. That, that would have been bad, I think, for the first time. Yeah. That's okay. You were perfect. <laughs> now, uh, Chris, you're our, uh, you're our hockey analyst, so you're going to be in Sochi with us. Yeah. You have been to Sochi. Um Tell us what we should expect. Actually, I've, I've been to Moscow. Oh, yeah, you've actually. been to Moscow. I've never been to Sochi, but like from what I hear, that they built it up, and you know where we're staying, the accommodations are right across the street from the arena, so it's going to be a great experience. Every Olympic one is, and you know I'm looking forward to it. I'm sure you guys are, too. It's gonna, There's nothing like the Olympics. You know, It's uh, a lot better when you're in North America, but uh, like I said, it's going to be great being you know close to the village anyway and being a part of it. Andy Andy Roddick uh, told me a story. He uh, was at a tournament in uh, in Russia, and he was at the hotel. He wandered to the gas station to get some snacks or something. A uh, cop pulls him over. He says, "Where's your passport?" I don't have it on me. How much money do you have on it? He's like, $400? Give it to me. So I asked Andy, I'm like, did you give it to him? He's like, best $400 I ever spent. Yeah. <laughs> around at that yeah. point. Weren't you in London? Were you in London? Yeah, was... or did you go to Vancouver, when Jason? Had, no, when we had a training camp years ago, were you oh. in London at uh, the Canadians Hawks training camp in Wembley there? Or no, I thought no. someone from your show was on there. Maybe it was Luke. Was it Luke? Yeah, it might have been Luke. I think yeah. he was there. He had remember. learned to skate after uh, being in that West Beverly High High School. <laughs> oh, he didn't skate. <laughs> no, he didn't skate. He looked like a train wreck behind the bench. <laughs> but, uh, no, he, he, he hung around us for a little bit. He was he made it fun. Yeah, yeah, he's a good guy. Yeah, yeah, he's fun. It was an Ian Zaring? No, I don't think so. No, Zaring probably couldn't, couldn't skate. No, he's we always Sharknado. call Ian Ian just for the fact that I, we only know two Ions, 
and Ian Zaring is one of them. Right. Yeah. It's a very strange pronunciation. Yeah, it is. But did you, Jay, <laughs> did you go to Vancouver for the Winter Olympics? Did you go did, up there? I did not. No, what? what? I stayed home and I watched it on TV. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought maybe you'd return to the that, hometown. Uh, I, I, you know, I would have. I, I would have. But I stayed home and watched it. <laughs> um, now Jason has a uh, four thousand bottle wine cellars. This I do. You've wow. got a. You've got a. You got a pretty. Mine you never makes it to the cellar. No. You never makes. <laughs> no, I just tried. I, I was in Montreal, and these guys were all collecting it. Yeah. But it never. You know, we flew home, and it never made it home. <laughs> but, you know, I, I love it. I just I don't collect it. I just buy yeah. it to drink. Doesn't it. Lemieux have like yeah. an insane wine yeah. cellar? Yeah, well, yeah, you Mario's must have a good a one too. One. But yeah, Mario's into it big time. Yeah. And Stevie Iserman's got a nice collection too. Yeah. Um, yeah, a lot of guys. I mean, I'm still a beer drinker. You know, at the end of the day, so. I love yes. Mario when they show a shot of him in the private box. Everyone's always sipping on water or Coke. He's got the big wow. glass of red. <laughs> big tumbler. <laughs> big tumbler of Cab Sauv going. Why uh, did you Did you give uh, Dan the uh, the list of private wineries that you want? No, we're exchanging shot? emails. Uh, well, we're working. When, when something, something good comes across my desk, I'm going to set them up. He's going to set them up. Never you know, you hear know what BevMo, they're having the five cents <laughs> I, was right just like, I was just there the uh, other no. day. So for our Canadian <laughs> listeners, there's a, uh, there's a liquor store here called Bevmo and they've got a five cent wine sale so you buy a bottle of wine second bottle is five cents so I was at the uh, the Bevmo the other day and I emailed Jason I said I think uh, some dirty bath water's on sale do you want some he's like yeah I'm okay bye thanks <laughs> uh, season four call me Fitz coming out very soon direct TV uh, October 9th October yes. 9th October direct 9th. TV audience channel 101 and then in Canada you can see it on HBO Canada um to talk about the like doing this show, you get to go up to Nova Scotia. Where do you, where do you stay? Do you party in Nova Scotia? Because you can't really go to Nova Scotia without partying, right? Uh, yeah, you can't spend time in Halifax no. without uh, without <clears throat> without enjoying yourself. Yeah. It's, a, it's one of those towns. It's a great uh, town. yeah, it's a great town. We have a lot of fun up there. Um, uh, but the show, you know, the show is uh, the show is a lot of fun, and it's it's great to shoot it out there. And we shoot it uh, in the autumn, which is a beautiful time of year out there, and uh, uh, we love going out there, man. It's great. and it's weird to see you on that show because you know you played these sort of straight laced characters all your life, and then you're on the show, and you're like. Charlie Sheen's evil brother on this show. You're going to say the antithesis of good, my which bro- is very great. I mean, you're really good in it. Yeah. My brother well, summed thanks, it up Jen. best. He says it's a show in which it makes you feel really good about yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> because it you're does. such a slime ball in it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, it will make you feel good about yourself. But is that what attracted you to it? Uh, n- uh, n- no. I, I What attracted me to it was uh, just the fact that it's so funny. It's uh, and and you know and it's 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 fun to play uh, characters like that, like antiheroes like that, because uh, you know playing flawed characters is much more fun because they don't they aren't hamstrung by societal norms, right? <laughs> like just, like now, Dan and I. To, yeah. to sum it up, you're a used car salesman and you bang everyone. Uh, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's about it. <laughs> uh, by, and by the way, you, uh, another podcast favorite of ours, Jonathan Torrens, is on the show. Uh, and just any thoughts on working with Jonathan? Jono uh, Vision. Jonathan, Tor- Jonathan Torrens is one of the one of the great talents of uh, of Canadian comedy, and uh, I've been incredibly lucky to get to work with him in the last four Did years. Did you see He's him fantastic. on? You would have still been in Canada when he was on Street Sense, correct? I don't know. Uh, no, 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 you were gone no. by that. Yeah, after Jason yeah, but time, I but man. I watched him. You know, all the seasons he was on Trailer Park Boy. And uh, we we were fortunate enough to have him on uh, on Fitz the last four years. Uh, yeah. Shelly, were you a Trailer Park Boys fan? No, <laughs> that seems like right <laughs> up your alley. No, no. 
No, I don't even know what it is to be honest with you. I'm, okay. I'm going I'm to I'm buy you the DVDs. I'm going to get to the DVDs. The first three seasons of that show is the most raw, funny, yeah, comedy Hysterical. that you'll ever see. Yeah, very funny. And then, not that it lost its edge when it went HD, but kind of it just changed. Yeah. It's like yeah. pornography. Yeah. It goes to HD and it loses something. It's too clear. <laughs> It's too, it's too much information. I don't want it's to too see much it. information. Yeah. I don't need to it's see too everything. Much clear. Information. <laughs> That's right. That's not. HD was never good for pornography. Uh, uh, by the way, Jason, I wanted to show you this. The uh, we were talking about this when we were on uh, with you and oh, yeah. Terry David. There it is. There is the Beverly oh, two, yeah. Beverly Hills nine hundred two one zero Beach House. That's right. You can rent it. It is in uh, Manhattan Beach slash Hermosa Beach in California for yeah. five fifty per night. Wow. Wow, that's not that's that's not a bargain. Bad. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe I'll go stay there for a couple of nights, <laughs> relive some old memories. <laughs> I wonder. I wonder if Donna and Kelly will still be staying there. Yeah, David will be there, yeah. still trying to rap. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> trying to keep his hip hop career you going. You still haven't got the rap down, eh? Huh. How long's it been? Oh. Um, oh. Well, listen. I think it's time to uh, reveal the. Uh, the newest member of the Canadian Wall of Fame, uh, yeah. Jason. I don't know if, if you if can you, you do the unveiling, please. Sure, it's very sophisticated. Unbelievable stuff, right there! What a surprise! There. It's me. <laughs> Just a, a very new picture we got of you. <laughs> yes. Fantastic! We got well, you've got you've got new pictures of everyone. Like that, like that's, that's obviously a brand new picture of Pam Anderson. It absolutely is a brand new picture of Alan Thicke. <laughs> that's thick. Just yesterday, <laughs> a brand new picture of William Shatner. Uh, Rush, a brand, just fresh a out of the studio yesterday. brand new picture yesterday. of Rush, yes. Uh, <laughs> these are all everybody in their prime. Yeah, yes. That's right. Yes. Obviously a brand new picture. Can you uh, be yes. the first to sign their photo? Yeah. Uh, uh, how would you? How old would you be in that picture there? I was, uh, I was probably a, a 20 years old. Wow. Fresh-faced. 20, uh, 21. Just ready 20, to 21. tackle the world. You just, oh, you yes. just passed before, your, uh, your driving before, test. Before Hollywood had jaded me. and <laughs> You just passed I'd your bitter. driving test. You got yes. all the questions right. Yeah. Scored 100% on my driver's test. Not at the age of 21. Of course I did. Some oh. guy tried to get handsy with you as you drove stick. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you just want go. me. To, you just want me. You just want me to sign this guy. Oh, yeah, man. yeah, that'd be here, great. Look at this. There we go. Look at oh, there we go. Oh, there you go. Shelly, we'd ask you to be on there, but uh, sorry, two, right. two years of moose jaw doesn't qualify. You know what? That might. <laughs> yeah, why that not? Might. <laughs> that might qualify, actually. Two years in Moose Jaw. That's yeah. like two, a movie two, right two, there. Two, two years yeah. in Moose Jaw is like 10 years in <laughs> in most towns. Cold. <laughs> oh, cold. That's crazy, though. But, yeah. but So who are you? Who is on your team in Moose Jaw? Nobody. Like no. Nobody. <laughs> I mean, the only guys you'd probably know that made it to the NHL, like James Patrick. It was yeah. Division uh, or Tier 2 then. So. Right, right. So right. it was SJHL. Yeah, Patrick right. made it. Tippett made it. They played for Prince Albert. But not too many guys. Gord Shervin right, had right. A, a pretty good career. But... um. Not a lot of guys made it. And that was uh, kind of weird for you to go up there at that, because now it's like commonplace for Americans to go up and yeah. play all the time, but yeah. maybe a little different for you to go up there. Yeah, I was the only American in the league at right. the time. And then the next year, somebody else from San Diego, where I was living, actually played the second year. So there's two of us, ironically, from San Diego, which made no sense. So what was that like, <laughs> go, going up there? You did the opposite thing Jason did. Jason came down here to right. make his fortune, and you went up, up north. Yeah, I just, right place or right time, or yeah. wrong place or right time. But it was... Uh, <laughs> It was great. I mean, that's where I got my break. So, it was, you know, that was. I'm actually going back next weekend. 
to the yeah, job. Yeah, they're going to honor a few people and all of the team. I have the players are coming back, so oh, man. be a fun weekend. I'm you, looking forward. You got to go it. to the hot springs. They've got hot springs there in Moose Jaw, yeah. by Buffalo Pond or <laughs> Pound, whatever it was called. Yeah, you got to go there. It's that's a that's a very sanitary. You know that area? No. no. <laughs> Swim through the algae. It was yeah. Now, Chris, we mentioned off the the top how. Uh, you picked the Red Wings to win it all, and we mentioned your affiliation, and all the uh, the pundits on Twitter were like, of course you picked the Red Wings. Yeah. If you weren't affiliated with the team, would you would you still pick them? Well, just because of the experience and you know what we've been or what I've been through with them for 12 years, I mean, you could pick a bunch of teams that can win it. It's just a matter of, like, we added Alfredson and Weiss. You know, hopefully that gives gives us a little bit of depth. And bottom line is we weren't scoring. You know, that's that's – you know, we couldn't score in the big games, and it's easy to shut down one line. Who's so, your Who's your favorite defenseman out there right now? Like, who do you like watching? Oh, you're gonna hate me again, in American, but Ryan Suter. <laughs> oh no, I love you know watching him play. Makes it look easy. Uh, Charles, great. I mean, anybody that big and has that much skill and that mean, like he's got it all. So yeah. you know, Ryan doesn't have that that edge to him like Charles to to hurt someone because he's not as big as him. But yeah. uh, you know, Charles, amazing. Yeah. Uh, Char is one guy I mentioned. Uh, we have a mutual friend, Steve Webb, used to play for, play for yeah. the Islanders, and Chara broke in with the Isles. And I always ask Webby, I'm like, who is the most talented or most driven player you ever saw? And he said, Chara. Yeah. He said he was the guy who tried the hardest in practice. He was never content with uh, what he was doing. He always wanted to be better. And yeah. he says he's still that way. Well, yeah. they, and they, like, he played in Prince George, right? Yeah. And so talk about a guy who comes from Slovakia. He goes to Prince George, yeah. B.C. He uh, immediately, guys are challenging him to fights. He beats up two guys, and everyone's like, all right. That's I enough. Think, yeah. I think we'll just stay away from the Slovak. <laughs> but his wow. teammates love him. Like, yeah. He's just well-liked and well-respected. So, yeah, he's, he's actually an honest player out there if you, you, know, if you watch him play. If you ever uh, get a chance to check uh, Chara raising the cup on YouTube <laughs> – how it's dubbed over. Have you seen that? No. He God. lifts it up and it's just uh, it's just someone growling. He's like, like lifting yeah. the cup like it's a monster. It's like Dave Thomas's daughter, Wendy, when she sees a hamburger. <laughs> Jason, I'd like to apologize for what I say about Wendy Thomas. It's just a recurring bit on the show. Right, sure. I'm really not sure. that cruel. Well, we yeah, had no, a Wendy's discussion. You know the new Wendy's spokeswoman, the, uh, the yeah. younger redhead? Yeah. And I said how she's a fast food bully. Because she's just telling everyone, eat this food, do it now. And she gets mad at them if they aren't eating Wendy's. And then she never eats it. Yeah, it's true. It's true. She is. And she, and she, and she mocks people. Yes, exactly. Yeah. 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 Like, all, like the, oh, all the things it. that we're busy telling our kids not to do and not to treat people that way, yeah. that's exactly what she does. Yeah. But Wendy's, if you do want to sponsor the podcast, we'd really appreciate. They have your re- they, they change their fries. Remember, they used to have the limp fries, the soggy fries. Now they're actually crunchy. They're good. The limp fries. <laughs> they that, were. They were like sitting in water all day. Well, that's, and then that's, they served them up. That's, well, that's because they fry them in duck fat now. They do. Yeah. Oh, no, you don't oh, know yeah. that. Oh yeah. <laughs> you don't know. You're making things up. I'm totally making it up. But fries, fries fried and fried in duck fat. Yeah, that's a better. tasty treat. They're better. And they're better for you. Trust me. It's true. Hey, have you ever been to Ackroyd's? Does Ackroyd still do like the wines? Does he do wineries? He has. A, he has a winery in uh, in Ontario. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. And you are part owners in a winery in BC. In British Columbia. Yeah. Yeah. In what, the, the Okanagan. In the Okanagan. Really? Yeah. Where? Yeah, down, where? Way, way down south, between Oliver and Asoyu. So no the, way. On the Black Sage Road. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. It's called I the could... Black Hills Estate. Black Hills Estate. All right. Yeah. Everyone head. Is over it there. in the uh, yeah. LCBO in Ontario? 
it's available in Ontario, yes, in some of the vintages in get the that vintages Wayne, section. Get that Wayne LCBO. Gretzky slop out of the LCBO yeah, yeah. and get the good one. 99 oh. wine. Garbage. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Wainer, if you want to sponsor Wainer. the podcast. Honestly, yeah, why, why, why are you guys <laughs> being so mean, no, mean to Wayne, we man? I'm kidding. He's a national treasure. We love Wainer. We we love love he should be on the money. He's, he an, be on he's the an awesome money. guy, Wayne. Wow. Chelly, Chelly knows yeah. Wayne Chelly very well. He's the best candidate. Yeah, he's be happy a sweet to claim guy. Yep. Oh. We are. Now we feel bad. He's no. a really nice guy. <laughs> we know Wayne Gretzky's a nice guy. We do know he's a nice guy. He should be on the money. I'm not even joking. I mean, they have those little kids on the five. Why don't they just have Wayne? Oh, he just should with, be like the, the mullet. I thought you were saying that like the money's a show. He should be on no, the money, like like, like on the Canadian money. On the Canadian yeah. notes. So get the queen out of there. Yeah, get the queen out of there. Nobody wants her there. Oh. Have like uh, Priestley, have uh, Wayne, have uh, TDM, and have, Shatner, uh, Marty Short, and Shatner. <laughs> I think There's I think our Shatner money. should be on the money. I totally agree. And then with put you. Stomp and Tom on one of the coins. Put them on all the coins. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? <laughs> All right. We gotta Hi. What? We got to wrap it up. We got to oh. call Taggart. Oh, yeah. Yeah. How does it, how is your, how is your Tuesday shaping up for you guys? Because on Tuesday, it, all, it actually feels like you guys actually have a job, right? Yes. Like every it, other, no, it feels like we have point, a job Jason. every day at this job because we spend a lot of time here. Our other, we spend double the amount of time that we did at our old job. That's true. Really? It really is true. Yeah. And yeah, but, yeah, Chris, but, yeah, but your old job, you spent like twenty minutes. Uh, you spent like twenty <laughs> minutes right. there. So we like, spent four hours. But Chris is going to be hours. here every day during the hockey season with us, right? Every uh, day. True. Got that studio in my basement looks pretty good. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you think so? Yeah. Is that what you, you're going to be yeah. doing? The hits? He's got yeah, the. Ro- he's got I, the. I, I'll come out anytime you want. It's a great excuse. <laughs> How did you line did that? Did they give game? you like a know. backdrop? Did they give you yeah, a back? Really? Yeah. Pretty cool. That does sound pretty cool. So make sure you wear pants because at times we're going to ask you to stand up to. Reveal Down, that you're yeah. fully dressed. Yeah. Well, I've seen the attire here, so I should be okay. Yeah, you should. You've seen what Roddick wears, yeah. just a bunch of sweaters and jeans. No, it's great. I mean, it's... Um, by the way, can I point out the size of uh, Chris's hands? <laughs> That's <laughs> a big paw. The, yeah. It's weird that you were noticing that, but uh, <laughs> yeah. I wanted to. I'm always like to prepare myself for the fist that's about to punch me. Uh, not punching. <laughs> no, not yet. I can't you wait for the segment tonight. It's yeah, Dan, you gotta be carry. Very entertaining. Yeah. Shelly's gonna jersey toolsy tonight. It's gonna yeah. be good. Well, thanks for the surprise visit, Chris. Yeah, yeah it was fun you. having yeah, you. Nice meeting. Right on. Thanks. Oh, thanks. Yeah. yeah, good to see this you. This has been fun. And um, Jason, call me Fitz once again. October. October seven in Canada. October nine here in America on the Audience Network. The Direct TV Audience Network. Uh, so I have it. So I'm looking. And where to can people that. get your wine? Oh yeah. Uh, they can get it. They can get it uh, everywhere, or they can just go online. I was going to say, uh, yeah, BlackHillsEstate.com. Perfect. Down nice. in Soyuz, yeah. Oliver area. Can't wait. We'll just display bottles all <laughs> over the podcast. <laughs> They'll all be much, empty. But just How like Chelly's cellar, cellar, they won't make it to a cellar. <laughs> <laughs> They'll make yeah, it into like, our belly. Oh, I took Chris's <laughs> microphone away. Sorry. I... Pleasure to meet you, my friend. Yeah, it's been fun. Thanks so much. Thank you. You're a good dude. Okay. Sorry, it's a bit... Uh, we still don't know why Arnie's here with Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's just uh, every time I turn around, I'm looking at his crotch. <laughs> it's very unsettling. If you have a cutout of TDM, Jason, that you want to send us, we'll replace Arnie okay. with that. All right. Yeah. Jason, thank you so much. Thanks, See you at Bevmo. I keep sending you stuff. <laughs> <laughs> at Bevmo. See you, boys. Okay. Wow. Great guys. Yeah. Yeah. We'll oh yeah. You'll see studio. us. Oh yeah. Yeah. We'll be there. All right. See you, Chelly. What time are we taping that? Do you know? I don't know. Oh, okay.
Okay. Okay. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. See what you. a nice guy. Oh, this thing's making a strange uh, sound there, Engineer Jim. Oh, well, that was fun. Good dudes. There. Thank you. Okay. Uh, yeah, I didn't. We literally did not know Chris was coming, did we? Nope. No, I had we no sure idea. didn't. No, I had no idea. <laughs> oh, great. was that? Just that was totally no, we didn't know either. Oh, yeah. well, that that was great. Yeah, that was, that was great. Awesome. It was awesome having him in. Like, um, he's he's such a good, great dude and priestly. Like, what a nice guy. Jesus, extremely nice. Unbelievable. I wanted to get into a lot more, but we'll have to have him back. Um. All right. We got to call Taggart. Yeah. Late. If you want to rent the. Uh, Is he on the line? He's on. Taggart. Already here. How oh. are you? How long have you been waiting on the hold? I heard the end of the interview. Who was that? That was Chris Chelios and Jason Priestley. Chris Chelios? Yes. Yep. One of my good friends. Yes, you uh, have uh, spent uh, the odd night with uh, Chris. Not in a lover's fashion, <laughs> but... Uh, made love to him? <laughs> no, like... Well, the- a, a many, many, many times. We, we went on like a private plane trip to see Pearl Jam in Chicago once and another time me and him went to Kid Rock's house and got all banged up on moonshine. Oh, <laughs> we should have <laughs> got you to favorite. say hi to him. Tools oh, yeah, that's a good story. Now, you had a Twitter exchange with uh, Bubbles from Trailer Park Boys this week. I want you to um, delve into that story, uh, Taggart. I believe you're uh, you're talking about the time I was uh, driving a, uh, I believe it was a, an Escalade truck with the Trailer Park Boys yep. uh, 10 years ago. It was just around the uh, the time we were on tour together, and their show was blowing up. It was huge. I think it was like their third season or something, and they were like Gretzky. Whenever you walk around with them, people would go crazy. So uh, we're speeding to get to this bar because it's get, getting to last call. And it's outside of Toronto, and we'd, we'd, we'd just peel off the 401, and I'm probably going about, I don't know, 140 on the highway. And then I get off to the road, and I continue thinking that the road is the highway. So I'm <laughs> at that same speed. And all of a sudden, no. I, see, I see, like, up ahead, stop. These lights come on, these cherry lights at the side of the road. So it's a, it's a, a trap, a speed trap. And I clearly, uh, I'm way over the line here. So uh, he's got the, the cherry lights on. He's outside of the car waving. And uh, I pull over, and he comes up to the side of the car. He's got his gun out because it's, he feels it's such a ridiculous speed. And he says to, he says to me while I open the door, the, the window is open, he goes, Do you have any idea how fast you're going? And at that time, Mike Smith, whose bubbles, is right beside me on my right in the passenger he had he put the, his glasses oh on. no <laughs> oh, man. and actually you know rob and jp are in the back and rob, rob they were drinking they had drinks <laughs> so so the cop says says that and then smith leans over to me and he goes you have no idea how fast this bp you know guy was going with his eyes like he was like freaking out like why were you driving so fast to me <laughs> and the cop says what's going on and then I go, it's the trailer park boys. We got to get to this bar. We're in a big hurry. And he looks in the back, and the other two guys are like, "Come on, we got to go." This is, and the guy, the cop starts acting like a six-year-old boy and laughing. Like he goes, "You guys, you guys are crazy. Get out of here, you guys. Get out of here." And I peeled out, like peeled off the road. 
classic. <laughs> wow. The weight of those guys at that time was unreal. They could still get away with that. I think they could too. I think yeah, they, could they still, still get probably away. could because they had they had the garb on, you know, they, and they were really kind of living their lifestyle as well. But when you time. when they were would interact with people, would they do it in character? Well, a few drinks in, <laughs> Bubbles would throw those glasses on. I tell you what, if the girl looked enough proper, yeah. Look proper enough, and then yeah, everyone, yeah. everyone, don't they just uh, fill Julian's hands with uh, Ryan Cokes or rum and cokes? Yes, absolutely, and he likes them. So it's <laughs> full on. He's in character all the time. Yes, absolutely, and they would always be doing like little promo things here and there, so they would always have their clothes on. So it, you'd just be going to these bars, and it would just. It would be uh, it was an in, in, insanity all the time. Yeah, they did a uh, they do the odd live show where they put on like a, a, a it's not a play but they do skits. I don't even know what they do. Yeah, well, it all that all started when we were we had them on the it was the Gravity tour and uh, we it was the Fear of the Trailer Park tour and we had them as MCs and they kind of went in between the bands and did some banter to get the crowd up and. That worked into them. I think they put together about 60 minutes or 90 minutes of material, and they ended up, they fell out all over the world, like all over Europe and in North America now. They <laughs> just did a com- uh, movie, I think, Taggart. They did a movie, but, but more as themselves, I think. And they, they well, yeah, they did that, but they also have, they're doing the season again, a full new season, and they own it now, so it's coming out on the Internet. Oh, that's there. right. The SwearNet, right? Yeah, yeah. No. But I love when people mentioned, uh, obviously, Trailer Park Boys are big in North America, but I always love when someone says, yeah, they're big in Europe. <laughs> they are. I know, I know, but I always, always think of someone like a one-hit wonder. Yeah, they just tour all around Europe because uh, that's the only place. I but think that's they not did the, the Albert Hall or something ridiculous. Really? Yeah. Oh, my God. That's awesome. Well, they, might, they were on the BBC US here, so maybe they were on the BBC in Britain. Maybe they were on that. It had to be been on something. I spent. I sent um, Mike Smith a uh, tweet way back when. Asked this is like in the early days of the podcast in Canada to ask him to come on. So we'll have to get him to to uh, make an appearance when uh, he's in L.A. or any of the guys are. Absolutely, for sure, and he's always popping down there too. Uh, you're going to be in L.A. not too long from now, is that right, Tagger? Yeah, the, the week of the 20th to the 26th, the same week that you're off in Paris getting married. Yeah, off in so, Paris, just just frolicking, just making sweet, 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 sweet love. Sour, crying at Jim Morrison's grave. Oh, yeah, we'll be there just arm in arm, just, you know, reciting poetry from... When you're like words. me, if you hear the word frolic, if you hear someone's frolicking, do you picture them skipping? Yep. Yeah. 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 I think that's flowers. the image. Yeah. That's right. Flowers in their hair. Flowers. <laughs> a nice, a nice loose run. <laughs> loose stools? What? Loose oh, runs? A nice loose run. You know where all your parts are going. Oh, that's right. When I hear, loose run. When I hear the yeah. run, I think of like that's diarrhea. Right. I got a loose run. And then you need that. Uh, what's that product that sponsored us this week? Uh, poo pourri. <laughs> poo <laughs> 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 Uh Tagger, what it is is uh, if. Uh, you are on a first date or something, and you're going back to the person's house, and you got to drop one. You just put the stuff on the top of the the bowl of water. I don't know how that works? I'm so and then, fascinated but it, by it, that. It doesn't let the uh, the fumes leave the water, so they're trapped. So this but isn't then a joke. It, no, it's a actual. Product. But then the poo pierces the poo layer like Jello at a you know like a cafeteria line. 
like pudding pierces that skin and then hops back into your bum. Yeah, and then it just, oh, it's, it's like a trampoline. It's a trampoline. <laughs> but then that doesn't do any good because then it's on top of the layer of poopery. I didn't invent it. <laughs> Jeremy, thanks for coming on, bud. Take well, wait, wait, wait. Oh, take, oh. take a quick question. How uh, you've been doing some more shows with uh, Dean Blundell on the radio in Toronto? Yes, it's been going very well. Yeah, it's uh, it's been fun. It's it's. Uh, Great to get up at uh, five o'clock in the morning. Well, that that was going to be my next question. How are you handling the mornings? Ugh, I can't. I'm I'm scarily enjoying it. I, really? I like z- zipping down the highway when there's nobody there, yeah. and it's just the, the whole world hasn't started yet. It's kind of, it's kind of horny. <laughs> <laughs> Do you walk into that studio with an em- enormous erection? Well, yeah. I see John Derringer there with his Prada bag. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that's pretty swank. Oh, Taggart. I miss you, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Jeremy. Thanks, guys. Okay, talk to you later, buddy. That's uh, Jeremy Taggart from Our Lady Peace. Uh, We still have to uh, uh, get the clearance on his music. He said go nuts, but he says his lawyers might get mad or something. Oh, yeah. We don't want to get get him in trouble with Electra or whoever it is. Uh, Patrick, sorry, just before we leave, uh, we have reviews on the... um, on the poopery. Can we hear it grab more balls one more time, Patrick? Yeah. Dung, Dung Daddy, his review. Dung, oh, this is fake. No, we gotta get our hands on more balls. The, this is a real product. <laughs> My own experience was equally positive, with one very major exception, which I'll share with you now. Oh, how long do we have here? Is that exception the fact that. The office I was working in at the time has a plant dude. Yep, the publishers pay for some guy to come in and water the plants. He also comes in and uses the restroom. Like clockwork, Pete would come in every Wednesday at judiciously water the plant. Okay, yeah. He would stealthily enter and destroy said restroom with the most noxious fumes I've ever had to deal with. Had that been me, I'd be proud. But with him, the stench would linger for the rest of the week, really disabling the particular restroom. From Wednesday afternoon on, most of us got in the habit of going to the convenience store next door. So Pete would truly be a test of this fancy pants top of the shelf looking deodorizer this is i why did i get into this you know what you should have done instead toolsy what we gotta get our hands on more balls that's what you should have done okay so they they used this stuff pete showed up at the right time did his thing entered the testing area the lock snicked closed and the creative department and i snuck up the door what the hell is that stink we heard pete mutter as he noisily released a zipper is this story time <laughs> <laughs> this goes on forever Oh, I don't. No, I don't want to go. There's a quick review in there that confirms it lays a layer of something on top of on the water. On top of the okay. water, the poo pierces the water. Assuming it stays oh. fully submerged. <laughs> That's the thing. That's the other thing. Like you're assuming that the poo's heavy enough. What if you've got some light poos? Which is healthy, actually. <laughs> okay, here this heavier is. Uh, um, no, lighter's healthier. This follow up in the story, so they they used Pet as a oh Pete as a guinea pig. So here's what they said. I dashed down the hall to check the results. Yes, yes, indeed, the water closet did have an odor. Lemon and sh <laughs> <laughs> This stuff wasn't up to the challenge. In fact, it never really had a chance at all. Pete's digestive tract is simply too much. <laughs> But for the rest of us, however, this stuff re- works really well, and I like the scent it has. It isn't overpowering, and it does a good job of covering up odors. It is not an odor eliminator; it's just a fancy package cover-up. But in that task, it excels. Just Jeez. not for Pete. This guy should review all sorts: Glade and 
all sorts of different deodorizers. He was very thorough. I actually appreciated I w- that. I thought you might read a line of that. I didn't know it was yeah. going to. Yeah, Tulsi, that was really, that was very Garrison Keeler-esque of you there with the poo-pourri. Sorry. That turned into producer Tim Sings the Grinch. <laughs> Oh, just let it go. Just, let it go. Yeah. just keep going. That was the worst moment in this podcast history. I actually went to brunch with him on Saturday, and we talked about it. He said he was so angry when he listened back and heard that they played the whole thing. <laughs> really? He was angry about it? He, he, he assumed it was going to be 30 seconds, and he was doing the generous thing, by giving them the whole song to work with. Well, Christoph and Mike, like like you guys, it was they didn't geni- have time to cut everything up. Even if they did, that was the right decision. It was hilarious. Oh, yeah, just absolutely. listening how pissed Dan got as it kept going on. Yeah, totally oh. upset. You were upset I'll never that. get that time back in my life. No, you were very, <laughs> Just very like upset. that review I just read. Yeah, it's exactly the same thing. <laughs> Sorry for wasting a minute of your lives. We got our hands on more balls. That's a better. <laughs> that's a better quote. Um, well, this was a really fun podcast this week. Yeah, it was a surprise. Our first ever real surprise guest. We didn't have to guess who it was. I'm still like, who, who, who came up with that? We got to, we got to figure that out. That's like it was like a gift. I think Laura Marcus yeah, brought him in. The in. Yeah. Oh, there's Laura. Yeah, it was. Laura. Oh, Laura. So that makes very, sense. Very big thank you. Yeah, she big is. Big thank you to Laura. Yeah, she is awesome. She uh, and she uh, brought Jason in. Yes, she did. Very nice of her to uh, to help Jason make sure he got to where he needed to go. Again, what like the guy is so nice. It's it's crazy. Like he, he's mm-hmm. so. You kind of did your first talent booking this week, though. Yeah, I guess I booked him. Yeah, that was good work. I feel uh, like I accomplished something. Slowly phasing us out. Yeah, that's all. no, don't worry. Oh, it says kisses. I thought it said Kessel, <laughs> as in Phil Kessel. Kessel, Kessel. yay! <laughs> <laughs> I he was acknowledging the fact that Phil Kessel just signed a new eight-year contract today. I uh, I, s- I sent him an email, so we have to have him back. Yeah, he was good. All right. Well, this is a blast, guys. want to thank Ian for getting his nuts taken off at the beginning of the show. (laughs) Uh, Engineer Jim, I hope your next uh, round of Torrey Pines is a little better. It was great. It was great. It felt great. (laughs) (laughs) Just like the poopery. Yes, yes. And uh, Mike, uh, I hope eventually you you realize that you don't have to wear two shirts in California. (laughs) Timberlake would have thought it was really cool. Oh, were, were we gonna? Oh, are we gonna play the the Andy Roddick Timberlake interview tonight on Fox Sports Yes, Live? yeah, it's on the is show on, tonight. Is that on tonight? So hopefully you saw it the other yeah. night when it was. It was on great, wasn't it? By the time this is on the internet. Oh right, yes. So, damn it. it was great though. It was. Yeah. It was really and, and good. Really we, good. And we are going to establish just so everyone isn't always bugging Mike and Patrick asking when everything's up because Mike's in charge of the video, Patrick's in charge of the audio. Yeah. We're going to have set times in which. It's going to be 100% on iTunes, 100% right. on YouTube at different times, but you don't have to keep checking back. We'll say, okay, at blank and blank, this will be here. Guaranteed every single week. We got this figured out for approximately the next three weeks until we have big changes coming that everybody Can will Can we announce be. the big changes? Not I yet. don't think so. Don't. Not yet. Mm-mm. No, but big changes are coming. Full, Dan's going to be a woman. Full nudity. <laughs> Full, nu- full nudity? We're going to be completely naked. Ian's balls will be bruised up like Tyson. Jeremy will be in his glory. Just crotch shots galore. <laughs> he won't know what to do with himself. Uh, taint shots. Yeah. <laughs> Go- GoPro- <laughs> GoPro's attached to the taints. we got to get our hands on more balls. The taint cam. <laughs> 
Nothing but tape galore. The tape cam. And then you have to, and then you go to the tape cam. You have to guess whose it is. Which tape is this? Name that tape. Name that tape. Perfect. Uh, Patrick, uh, thanks, uh, thanks for getting that balls clip this week. Yeah, another huge thank you to the Darren Smith Show on the Mighty 1090 yes. in San Diego. They have requested uh, for you to be on the show, so we'll get that worked out. We will soon. happily do that on the Darren uh, Smith Show. Marty Caswell, uh, producer for the show, hooked us up there. Thanks, Marty. Um, that was fun. Uh, thanks for listening to the Jay and Dan podcast, and uh, we'll see Try you next week. <laughs> see you later, singers. Come on, it'll be fun. Crutch. Crutch. Who's <laughs> Goodbye, everyone. Bye-bye. They're going home.